Welcome to the For Teachers Podcast. James here with you today. From today, I'm going to be bringing you a special three-part series on Crossways, which here in South Australia is the curriculum framework for religious education in Catholic schools. Now, Marcia Burgess joins me here today. Welcome, Marcia. Great to have you here. Thank you, James. Lovely to be here. Now, today, we're releasing these today for a very particular reason. This like coincides with it with another big event that I know you've been working on with the RE team and working on a lot in the lead up. This is a big moment. Can you talk to us a bit oh, about it? Oh, it is a big moment because we're finally making available to schools the Crossways website. Da, 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 yep. And it's a whiz-bang digital space to not just see the curriculum but to have access to resources and we've got a brand new feature on the website, which is a learning design builder. So okay. I encourage all the teachers to get on the website and have a look. And what does that do, the learning design builder? Well, it enables teachers to choose parts of the curriculum and put them into um, one space and then export it as a whole. So they're not copying and pasting into a template. They're looking and viewing and favouriting parts of the curriculum and then adding bits of the curriculum to a learning design builder, which... Um, can then be exported directly into either their school template or the recommended CESA template. So That's amazing. Yeah, we wanted teachers to work smarter and not harder. We were imagining how people access and use online shopping sites. Right, okay. <laughs> so it's a little bit like, yeah, yeah. okay, you can favourite some things because you want to think about that later <laughs> or you can add things directly into your shopping cart. So Fantastic. This is, it's a little bit like that. So once you finish doing your learning design, if you see a big truck pull up outside, don't be alarmed. <laughs> no. It has. A, it's really inspired me to do more online shopping. Actually. Okay, great. So, uh, what we did, just to give people a bit of an outline on what we did. So, last year we did uh, quite a bit of recording um, of the development processes we went along. There was these um, Caesar Religious Leaders Day that were held at the end of term. I want to say at the end of term three. Was that right? I think so. Yeah. End of term three, where we talked about the the, the the positives of of everything that was happening in terms of the curriculum implementation and design. Um, and also the challenges as well that people were seeing pop up along the way. We also went and visited uh, Antonio Catholic School during uh, their Term 3 school holidays to see how their design was going. So we could really see it from a, not a big system point of view, but going like if we were actually doing to, to micro the mm. whole thing down, zoom in and go, how are individual schools mm. working on their um, plan for their own school context? So um, at the time too, Prue Raymond, who is now at SACE, was working as mm -hmm. a consultant as well. Yep. Shall we kind of like get into it? So this is kind of a bit of a snapshot of what was going on in terms of the development uh, um, last year. And uh, later this year, we're going to be doing like a follow-up to this series as well as things are, are going along. So uh, it's very exciting. It sounds great. It's right. super exciting, James. Well, it's it's a great series and I'm really thrilled with it. I'm glad that we're um, releasing it now. Um, so let's get into it. Here we go. Episode one. To get started with, can you give us a little bit of a background on how you came to be involved in this work on the new Crossways? You first, Marcia. Uh, I came to be involved because uh, basically I was on a secondment from my role as an APRAM. I've always had a passion for curriculum and I've always had a passion for student engagement. So to bring my, to bring those two things together, so religious education curriculum and uh, student engagement and pedagogy was just a fantastic opportunity and I've loved it ever since I first started and I've seen a big evolution from where we first started with Crossways to where we are now and I'm really proud of what we've been able to create. 
What's been the biggest discernible difference between the crossways that you started working on, the one that was previously released, and the one that's been that's that now ex- that now exists essentially, that's in that final, very final stages of of everything being completed and launched? If you had to pick one thing that really does separate it, what would that be? I think the whole way through the writing process, we've kept in mind how teachers will use the curriculum. So we've asked ourselves constantly questions like, could, would a teacher understand this? How could a teacher use this? What information would a teacher need to know in order to encourage or help students explore um, this particular understanding or this particular concept? Mm. Prue Raymond. How is it that you've come to be sitting in this chair with us here today? Oh, well, I joined the team uh, about a year and a half ago. Um, uh, I was uh, teaching at St Mary's College and um, uh, loving life and then uh, this opportunity... <laughs> Did it all change? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, this opportunity came to, to, to contribute to the... What I was told was the final stages, but it's it, you know the final stages really are. It's a relative now. term. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so yeah, I was asked to to um, to contribute with my senior secondary expertise, yep. and um, I, it's just been such a fantastic opportunity to reflect on what young people need and uh, what we want to share about the Catholic tradition in dialogue with other religious traditions and um, and understanding the world that our kids exist in. So I think it's been really powerful, the, the relationships, the um, exploration that we've been doing together um, and uh, seeing it come together to a point where um, it's ready for website launch, hopefully. Oh, so close, Soon. so <laughs> close. So same question to you again about um, the biggest discernible difference if you had to choose one between the mm. crossways, because you would have been teaching crossways prior. Yeah. yeah. So before you came into Catholic Education Office, you would have had mm. very strong connections with it, just like Marcy's yeah. had as well, I imagine. So for you, what's the biggest difference you see in the crossways that's about to kind of like be released into the world like a beautiful dove? Um, to the one that you were teaching. <laughs> oh, well, up definitely until the um, the pedagogy is um, up front. So before the the framework was very much sort of um, it, here's the 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 pieces of the puzzle, and it relied very heavily on teachers being able to understand what good pedagogy in RE looked like. Whereas we're actually pointing them to that and holding them by the hand <laughs> and saying it's about bringing together these big ideas, the skills and dispositions, as well as the content knowledge and and holding that around the student and their, their needs um, in their context. And I think that's a huge shift. Okay, so let's let's get into this. So coming up in episode three of this series, I visited Antonio Catholic School in Morfitt Vale. Uh, it was during their last school holidays, they had a big uh, crossways planning session across all the year levels. So right. Lillian mm-hmm. Van Brussel, yeah. who's the APRAM, uh, you've put, you actually put me onto this, uh, yeah. Pro, which was great. You said, oh, here are great things. We're going to get you on the podcast. <laughs> oh, her and her team. I was just well, so yeah, taken the whole, by them. The whole team was amazing and mm. they... Uh, the working as a group was the really mm. great thing. So mm. looking at all of the different year levels and taking a whole school approach. Yeah. Um, so it's really great to see the different uh, kind of ways that in their particular context, every context is going to be a bit different, mm. but how contextually that whole school planning can look like. So mm. that's really cool. So that'll be in episode three. But episodes mm-hmm. one and two are going to be something a bit different. And we're going to mm-hmm. do this now. So at the end of last term, <laughs> there were two CESA religious leaders Days held at the lakes, one for the pri- uh, primary schools, one for secondary schools, where APRAMs 
some other school leaders and RE key teachers got together. Crossways was a big uh, item for discussion on the day, mm -hmm. both with some structured framework around it that you guys ran and also a lot of spontaneous conversation because it is something that's at the forefront of everyone's yeah. minds at the moment. <laughs> yeah, of course. Now, over the course of the day, there were a number of items and discussion points that were put on the tables and you, Prue and Marcia, like you were involved a lot in the facilitation of all of this kind yep. of stuff yep. and talking at the front. So you didn't get a chance really to hear everything that was being said on the mm -hmm. day. However, <laughs> I made a point of recording and engaging in conversations with as many people as I possibly could. Excellent. Um, and I know that you guys have a broad idea everything was discussed because we've talked about this already on our mm -hmm. Zoom slash yep. Teams yep. meeting uh, as to what we were going to be doing today. But this will actually be the very first time you've ever heard these recordings Ooh. as what we've done. So we can get authentic. <laughs> this could be like those YouTube or th uh, reactions videos. Yeah. <laughs> Do we get to unbox something? Oh, <laughs> maybe at the end. I might have a few random boxes in my bag somewhere we can just unbox. I don't know. Uh, so uh, it would be really great to uh, get a sense of, of the authentic reactions, but also that your feedback from, from you know, your own mm. perspectives, you, yeah. you know, mm. with all of your amazing unfiltered reactions and learned <laughs> reactions to everything. So let's get into it. So at the start of each of the days, I'll just get all my clips ready to go. So at the start of uh, each of these days, there was a real sense of excitement and enthusiasm oh, yeah. in the room. Everyone was Excellent. amped. Fantastic. And uh, it's summed up very well uh, by Rachel Tulio from CBC. This is what she said oh, at excellent. the start of the day. I'm loving this because yeah. it's, um, it's giving us a new impetus for the future is bringing people together today mm -hmm. to start wondering together as a collective group and you know with wondering it's about a journey into the unknown but obviously there are some very experienced people that have been doing the wondering before us yeah. so we're work working together on that i'm sure that as we gather together our collective wisdom we're going to be able to feed back into the wondering so that the wondering becomes not only an outcome, but a reality. I'm really very exciting. You'd think she'd written that, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, that was done. I, I, I was kind of like listening to that going, she's going to start singing into the unknown. Uh, I know. It does, it does sound like a, an expert. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's from the new Frozen, isn't it? Or oh, the newish. The, yeah. The, the newish yeah, yeah. one. Frozen 2. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, a lot of enthusiasm about the day, but also a lot of enthusiasm about the new Crossways as a whole. Um, someone from your old uh, stomping ground, Tennyson Woods Catholic School, Rita Campbell, oh, Marcia yes, Burgess. Yes. This was this is what she said when I asked her about that. New, the redesigned Crossways is fantastic, especially yeah. for new teachers and for those that aren't very confident in teaching RE or choose not to do any personal development in RE. Crossways is fantastic, so that's definitely useful. If you had to pick one element of the new Crossways redesign that really speaks to you, that you think is actually going to move towards more authentic outcomes? Definitely the consolidation of the knowledge strands. Thank goodness that all makes so much sense. And the details and the elaborations. And actually talking about wisdom. It's just a part, the skills and dispositions in wisdom, that is just so useful and valuable. So well done to the team, honestly. That's pretty good feedback. Yeah. That's lovely from both of them. Are those things that you had imagined people would be picking up on, like the sort of things, or are those mm. kind of other other bits? You go, oh, that's interesting. That these are these are elements that people are kind of picking up on in the new design that they're they're really enjoying. I think so. All mm. along with the wondering that Rachel spoke about, 
Um, the whole way through our implementation, we've been encouraging teachers and APRAMs to really um, invite curiosity from the students so that the students are wondering about parts of our Catholic tradition, components of our story, wondering about their own lives, wondering about the world around them and bringing all of that sort of together um, in the RE classroom for rich discussion and um, rich exploration. So that was mm-hmm. great that Rachel picked that up because the wondering has been a really important part of that and we use that with our visible thinking routines as well. Mm. Okay, so early in the day, there were table conversations about the ways in which teachers had approached teaching units of work. So we'll be hearing from Michael Proctor and Mary Armstrong from St. Joseph's Hectorville, Anne Mercarella from St. Francis of Assisi, and Paula Burns, that wonderful accent from (laughs) St. Bridget's Kilburn. So uh, here we go. We did a workshop on a Saturday morning, and so we just went over some of the, the key parts to the new curriculum. But... I thought the highlight of the workshop was when Mary and another one of our teachers actually talked about how they use the key parts of the new curriculum and plan a unit of work and then taught it. So now over to you Mary, just some things that you shared with our staff around that. Was that okay? So as Michael said, I'm a classroom teacher at the moment. So, you know, Crossways, the new redesigned one was really um, new to all of us. So at first I was really overwhelmed. And this is, I actually shared that with the whole staff because Michael asked us, me and another teacher to present. So basically I said to them straight out, I had all these sheets of paper over the kitchen table trying to work out what to do and whatever. But what I found by the end of it, so I'll cut short, is that it was so relevant, so in-depth with the children because I thought the unit, we didn't reinvent anything. Um, What my colleague and I decided to do was the social justice unit because I've got to explain to you, I'm new to year five level because I've always been a year seven teacher. Our year seven's finished last year, so I was in year five this year, so everything was new. So looking at that, we thought we won't reinvent. Social justice is the unit we're supposed to teach in term three. Let's go with it. Um, So when I did that, and it was really interesting because that's when the Black Lives Move... Black Lives Matter movement was all on the news. So the little 10 year olds were all saying, well, what does this mean? And they were all talking about it and were using it through their prayer. And I thought, wow, this is the big question. This is the social justice issue I need to talk about with the children. So from there, using the, you know, the wisdom strand, using the moral life strand, all those sort of things tied together. We're now coming towards the end of the term. And even though within that they did a a historical biographical recount, whether it was Mother Teresa, whether it was, you know, Nelson Mandela, whoever, they've actually now coming to a, and obviously Jesus and how it was, you know, what Jesus taught them, they're now using all that for themselves. So they're looking and they're writing their own personal social action plan and they're making up their own prayer as well. But it's so deep, it's not like, dear God, help us sort of prayer. They've even started off, yesterday I was um, looking at some of the work and they started off with God of compassion. You know, so you can already see just in the opening line, some of the wording has been so deep and their personal action plan with images of leaders they've learned about with what they want to do 
at home or at school or within the community. Just little actions and it's relevant, it's authentic and that's what I've explained to the staff basically in a nutshell. There were a number of children from Mary's class, for about five altogether, became aware of a boy who was not being treated very well, was basically being pushed, pushed out. And one of the statements by one of the students was, he's a human person. And tears, tears coming from a few of them. And they're treating him in this way. This, this, the teaching, the learning in the classroom, in action, in the playground, wonderful. Because we also developed that theme of what makes a person being socially just to becoming a leader who's socially just. So they had that difference and I think that's where they're becoming, we all know the answers, we know the right thing to say, but when do you suddenly become a leader? And that's what they worked out. They have to practice it, they have to show it in action. So it's been really great actually. The big question was how basically we started off with what does the Black Lives Matter movement mean? But from there it expanded into Indigenous peoples as well. But it also, uh, we talked about the marginalised and the poor because we had a St Vinnie's event as well. Um, so it was all sorts of bits and pieces coming together, but it all gelled because it meant something to them. And even as a teacher, I became more involved. It, it strengthened me and the quality of my teaching and you saw in the quality of their learning. Yeah, wow. It's pretty, it's pretty powerful, isn't it? Because it's a real example of that transfer oh. learning in action. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. I was emotional. <laughs> yeah. Because they noticed that there was a student being left out or that didn't have access to the same things that everybody else did and they wanted to do something about it. And, and that's what Jesus taught us. So that's fantastic. Mm. Okay, uh, so this is Anne Mercarella, uh, Year 3 teacher from St Francis of Assisi. Here we go. I have been working with our Crossways team and our job was to come up with a unit of work that we were going to deliver to our team and help them implement it in the classroom. So we um, are a Franciscan school and we thought, why don't we focus on our saint, St Francis of Assisi, and use that as our, our wonder question for the whole school and make connections with the new Crossways curriculum. And there are so many connections that we found um, which were fantastic. So we are actually implementing the curriculum This we started this week. And the reason why we started this week is um, it, we designed it for three weeks, so week nine, ten and week one because St Francis' actual feast day is in October and it fit perfectly. So we took out all the enduring understandings, the wisdom strand and in our year levels we looked and we, we really tried not to overlap the life of St Francis in the different year levels. So we thought, you know, if this is a topic, a unit that we want to use over and over again for our students, we want to make sure that our students from reception to year six are getting a full understanding of St Francis' life and how he was so, such a person of change. Um, and so by the end that they have a really strong grasp of who our patron saint is and how connected we are to our environment and to our God and our faith. So um, we're very fortunate to have a parish uh, right next to our school which um, 
has this amazing stained glass window work um, which replicates the canticles of, of um, creation. So that was, for my uh, students, the beginning lesson was observing and funnily enough it was a what do I see, what do I think and what do I wonder. That in itself was just amazing. The children, we I didn't say anything, so didn't tell them who the, the image was. I can show you a photo if you like. It's just phenomenal what they came up with, the representation, the flame. There's a beautiful image of a flame. They said, oh, I think that that might represent the Holy Spirit or at Pentecost. So the connections that the children made, because they're in year three, we've obviously had other um, teachings about Pentecost and whatnot. So it was just amazing that they've made connections and that understanding. So we've just started um, this implementation of our New Ways curriculum, but it really excites me. And I'm really excited to go back into the classroom and see the next lesson. I know, I'm really excited. So yeah, that's where we're at the moment. And hopefully we can yeah move forward from that. And I think the, really, the most important thing is though, when, when we are planning and designing this new curriculum, after the first lesson, there is a section in the, um, the template that is like an evaluation section to say, you know, what worked, what didn't work. I think that is so important to reflect back as teachers saying, okay, you know what, this was a fantastic activity, but maybe we needed to do something a bit extra to, or, you know, just different ways of interlinking things. Um, but what's beautiful with this, what we've done is that there are so many connections, like with the Genesis story, creation, ecology, Pope Francis, the Caritas, that you can link in beautifully with everything. So like I said, it's not anything really new. It's really as teachers understanding and getting our heads around the new terminology that's being used. But basically, it's new terminology that we just need to grasp. So you cheering there for a moment, Marcia. I think we all heard it. What was the bit that really jumped out at you there? I just loved that this teacher looked at what was happening within their school community. Clearly they were going to be celebrating the Feast of St Francis. So how are we going to um, engage with the new Crossways curriculum in light of the fact that we're doing that? And then that they took the children into the church so we're in a holy place to wonder and also interpret that beautiful stained glass window that she was talking about and so she brought in the visible thinking routines and we've been championing mm. these visible thinking routines <laughs> for a long time saying it's a perfect match our curriculum and visible thinking mm. so I thought that was a really good example of how to set up an engaging unit of RE. Brilliant okay uh, Paula now Paula Burns uh, <laughs> she's at uh, St Bridget's yeah. Kilburn here we go we're um, focusing on big ideas which so we thought about identity and what big question we could ask about identity and who I am and um, where is God and who I am and the other thing was Greg and I had a conversation about Christmas and Advent because we're going into term four oh, yeah, yeah. so how could we relate Christmas and Advent which every teacher does um, to a big question or a key or a uh, key concept so we came up with the idea of either a question about preparing or a question about waiting why is waiting important and how we can link it to advent right and just the brainstorming that in your in your own mind and as you were talking about it how did you is it did you have any ideas on how that might work well we talked about like waiting for certain special occasions and What's worth the what's worth waiting for? So we took it in a few different ways, but that's where we would hope when we present it to the staff, they would also take it in a few different ways. But it's just instead of 
teaching knowledge about four weeks of waiting, pink candle, purple candle, purple, whatever it is. Um, it's actually more about, well, this bigger idea, the bigger concept, that's what we kinda, we're speaking more about. So this could even be brought in if you teach psychology at a young level, it could be all that delayed gratification. Absolutely, that's exactly right. And particularly for upper primary, which is probably where I'm more used to teaching, um, for upper primary, um, where it's instant, we're in an instant world. So you can actually bring it into your... Um, oh, that's, that's actually excellent in that way, isn't yeah. it? Because, I mean, that's something that, I mean, you must have noticed teaching over the years is with the, with the advent, uh, there you mm -hmm. go, with the advent of like so many of these new kind of like everything's literally streaming on demand technology now the concept of waiting mm -hmm. is almost a very novel idea well that was one of the things uh, greg and i were talking about like um it is difficult to wait but that's where the special moments come from so as you said like with the instant it is instant gratification like everything can just be instantaneous and a lot of our students now expect it instantly whereas this is a really good big question to open up to them yeah, I didn't really mean that they were going to start teaching <laughs> upper primary kids psychology. It's just the, the, the notion that it's yeah. so topical and so such a perfect thing for them at their age. Well, what I like about that, though, was that there was that reflection on um, what can we draw from other disciplines? Um, how can we flesh out and extend this question? So what began as a reflection on Advent Christmas to... Um, waiting and then what's worth waiting for mm. and then going beyond. So I, I'm, I really love the reflections that are going on around what is a big idea, what is a what is a you know big hairy question that you want to kind of explore with students, um, and uh, obviously knowing that there's something that they want to offer them from the tradition, but want to take it further and and also very firmly um, plant it within their own experience, their own life. Yeah. Now, next bit, because I'm, I'm really just trying to pick from the main sort of topics of conversation that kind of popped up and sort of grouping them together in, mm -hmm. into sort of like little, mm -hmm. uh, little montages, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, great conversations around the engagement of staff in the Crossways oh, planning. Yeah. That was something that yes. came up quite a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll be hearing from in this lot. This is uh, Sean from St. Anthony's in Millicent oh, and uh, Rob Napoli from uh, St. Mary's. Oh, excellent. Your old stopping ground. I think yeah. we better point that out. That yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to say that because you know you barbecue with each other or something. I'm saying <laughs> you did actually <laughs> teach alongside Rob for a long time. Yeah, so anyway, yeah. But first up, this is Sean uh, from St Anthony's Milson. Here we go. Implementing the new crossways. So um, we, we've had a really good run up so far with the new crossways, and we've had a couple of staff meetings, and we've had a portion of a professional development day. And people have been quick to come on board and we use that headline activities um, that uh, I think Prue Raymond guided us through on one of the um, introductory mo modules. And um, we came up with a few things like people will need bread and wine to get through the new crossways or taking the cross out of crossways, you know, catchy things like that. So I think people are really on board with that. But it's keeping the momentum going in the busyness of school life. So when we look at the importance of um, religion in the uh, broad range of curriculum opportunities, that really careful planning for RE is crucial and sometimes it doesn't get the time that it needs. So I see as my job uh, making sure that that um, priority 
is pushed to the top of people's lists over and over again so that it does become a core part of our work. I love that you can just really hear like her passion and energy for oh, it. You know? Sean, she's great. Yes. Rob's is really great. He talks about it in a much more kind of hands and feet approach as to how actually to engage the staff in this. this is really good. Hang on a second. Mm. Well, let's go back to the start of the year. I set up a different sort of meeting structure for Ari. So we started meeting more in year level teams. And then in term two, you know, had to time it right. We decided, I, I wanted to start working on this in term two, but it just wasn't the right time in, a, in the context of everything. So I decided to put it off to the start of term three, but I set it up late term two. I did basically a mini version of what we um, did together whenever that was, was it term one that we had the um, apron day introducing the redesign crossways. So I did a version of that with staff and then I basically threw it back onto them and said okay so if, you know what what's the steps forward for us what would you like us how would you like us to approach it so then I set up two half days at the start of term three week one on the Friday and then week two on the Friday as well and basically I worked in with the seven and eights for one half day and then the nine tens another half day and really I kind of adjusted myself as I was doing the first half day and it's quite there's quite a bit to pull together to a few different elements and so basically my main aim ended up being let's get really familiar with with the redesign crossways with the different elements and let's look at a current unit that we can redevelop um, so it wasn't mega exciting it wasn't a big idea but I wanted them to get used to the framework or um, with, to the new curriculum um, so that we can then look at doing something a bit more um, new and creative next year so small steps but the half days were great and the staff really valued it really appreciated it the conversations were fantastic um, great feedback um, and and then and then they've continued on in their year level teams small steps but really important first steps I think so that we can take that into the future if you had to pick out the most positive thing that came out of all those interactions, if you had to choose just one, what would you say? Um, the professional conversations around um, what they were teaching at their year levels. Yeah, definitely. They, they really valued it. And it was great being part of them and seeing the energy there. It's really exciting. Like Year 10 team, for example, they, they came up with like a, a really new, innovative, creative approach to a unit that they were teaching. And they were really excited about it. So it was great to see, yeah. That time was really valuable. Mm. What excited them in particular? Um, I think the, the opportunity to have time, like to have like a half day um, time where they could actually work together as a, as a, as a team um, to you know, engage with the, the new crossways and also engage with what they were teaching. Um, because time is so precious and you just don't have it. So I think they felt very valued because we made the time. I think that it was kind of a two-way street. It really, it really made a big difference. I really decide, I really made an early decision. We're not going to try and do this in little one-hour learning area meetings and just like steal bits of time. Um, and it really worked well. That's really great. Um, Marcia, have you had many conversations with many um, different schools, different staff about ways of introducing the new uh, curriculum framework to the staff? Is it something that's come up a bit? Yes, um, we've 
been working with um, religious leaders for quite a long time, um, supporting them and trying to encourage them and offering them ways to break open the new Crossways uh, curriculum with their staff and uh, some starting points, etc. What I really loved about Rob's story is that he understood the context of his staff and it takes a really strong leader to be able to say, now's not the right time. I need to leave it. My staff aren't ready for this now or we've got other things going on. Let's try and do it next term. And he broke it up into chunkable size pieces, not a whole day where by three o'clock everybody's falling on the floor and (laughs) desperate to crawl out the door, but doing these half days um, so that they could really engage and have those rich conversations. So, uh, yeah, it's a very good model. One of the um, interesting things that that sometimes comes out of these processes is these unexpected benefits that come out of it and that was something that um david hillard from st margaret mary's talked about uh something that wasn't part of the plan but a really great unexpected benefit what um struck me was at a recent staff meeting we've had a few teachers that have been challenged by ubd or understanding by design as a framework for planning quite significantly challenged Um, and for one of them to turn around and say in exploring the redesign crossways this has been really helpful it makes sense to me now um, I understand why why we're developing the these knowledge skills and understandings at each year level so that we all understand what's happening throughout the school and that for me that was just new redesign crossways has that enabled teachers now to see okay it makes sense great i mean yeah. ubd's been around for like 15 years or something um but it, it's great to hear that and now, is, uh, and now. <laughs> crossways has been like the big gigantic yeah. key in the lock that's unlocked yeah, it how about that yeah it's beautiful it's like great it. that some schools are using crossways to change the pedagogy that won't just happen in the re classroom mm, but yeah. might happen across the school so this understanding yep. of ubd it's not unique to crossways you mm. ubd is being used for science English, like all sorts of subject areas. So it's great that Crossways can be the driver for for some pedagogical change. That's great. Now, that's probably all we've got time for. Yeah, we're going to get you guys back for episode three. I know. Well, we'll we'll do. It'd be good to just stop here because the next um, uh, episode that we're going to do is now going to. That's a a lot of the really affirming stuff, you know. Mm. Next one's where we get into the more challenging stuff, the stuff where people have come back. And it's been fantastic. For me, anyway, just to hear those conversations where people are, you know, not afraid to be upfront and authentic and yeah. say, no, these are really legitimate challenges that we're facing. Yeah. And uh, the fact that, you know, we've got you guys here to actually sort of like feedback to that and talk to that is, is excellent as well. No, that's good. So uh, that's around things like star spiritual formation mm. and SACE assessment are the, mm. are the big <laughs> issues that pop, that kept popping up again and again. Oh, we've got Prue here, so that's good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here's the handball. Stand by for the SACE bit. <laughs> So I'll put a link to the other Crossways episodes in the show notes for this one. Definitely check them out. The Four Teachers podcast is produced by me, James Meston, for ArchD Radio and Podcasting. You can subscribe to the Four Teachers channel on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. We've got some great shows there from last year around middle school curriculum and pedagogy and STEM. Check them out for sure. We'll be back soon with another great podcast about teaching by teachers for teachers.